Hello, this is Julianne Price with Life Edit and Design. And today we are talking about how to build a no fig business, also known as a I don't give a fig business. <laughs> so what is it? What's a no fig business? Well, no fig as in no figures. So you hear everybody talk about, oh, how to build a five figure or a six figure business and like, oh, how exciting that is. And I'm going to be talking today about a no figure business, meaning you're not in it for the money. And I feel like we all need to give ourselves permission. So I, Julianne Price, hereby give myself permission to create a no fig business. So what does that mean? It means I'm building a business for the fun of it. I'm building it for the creative expression, the creative outlet, that that is my point in being in business. I find that, you know, Everything that you find, not, I shouldn't say everything, but most everything you find on the internet is all about how to make money from your business, from your, um, your entrepreneurial journey. And so I'm going to use the term side hustle because I feel like that number one starts to soften it right there. But maybe you're not in the business for the money. Maybe that was never your motivation. Maybe if you were like me, when I was working, I had the day job that was so much pressure and I came home and I had the family. And again, that was a lot of pressure that I self-induced. I'll admit that, but it was all about getting things done and getting things done well. And my business, you know, at the time I didn't realize it, but my business was my creative outlet. It was my way of saying, Hey, this is my little corner of the world where I get to make the rules and I get to choose, you know, what I'm going to do. And there's no bosses and there's no kids. There's no one, no demands on it, but me. And I didn't realize that I was doing it for the creative expression. I always felt like it was doing it for the money. But as I look back now and I have that hindsight of a little bit of distance, I can see that it really wasn't about money for me. It was really, I just needed that self-expression. I had these ideas and I needed to get them out. And I think society, at least with everything you hear on social media and across the internet is how to be successful. And if you're not really successful, if you've been at this for year after year and you're not bringing in five and six figures, then you're not successful. And I'm here to tell you that that's, maybe not what applies to you. It certainly doesn't apply to me. Maybe you're not in this for the money. Like money would be great, you know, certainly not gonna, <laughs> not gonna turn my nose up to it, but it's not the purpose for me for being in business. So that's why I'm going to start referring to the business as a side hustle because it's not about income. It's not about having more money. It's not about that status. It's about mental health and, um, again, just having that outlet, that source of joy, like the business for me is joy. And when it became about money and when my focus was how I was not making enough money, that took all the joy away when really the business was a success because I was having fun. And I was listening to a podcast today um, by Lisa Kay, and she's talking about toxic marketing. And one of the things that she um, was addressing was that so many people start their business from, how can I make money? What can I create? What's in my skill set? Even the, the zone of genius that gets thrown around a lot. Like, what's in my zone of genius that I can make money with? And that's such a toxic approach to business. It's for me, at least personally, is what skills can I use that bring me joy? How can my business be a success from a joy standpoint and not from a money? It's not about the money. So I hope that for some of you listening, this resonates with you and that it takes some of the pressure off and brings the joy back into your business because it isn't about the money. For some people, it certainly is. And 
you're not my people. <laughs> my people are the ones that really just want to do it because they have to, because mentally they need that expression. You need that creative output and that, that place where it's your, your corner of the world. So if that's you, then you're my people. I hope that you're excited. I hope that you know, you're in the right place because I'm not going to be talking to you about how to make more money because it just isn't what I do business for. And this is not saying that money is not spiritual or money is evil. I'm not about that. It's just, it's not my focus. It's not what's important. And I look back at all the businesses I've created and I've always felt for, for a long, long time that I was a failure because I'd start out these businesses. Like my very first really um, solid entrepreneurial business was a skincare line. I had my own line of makeup and skincare products that I handmade and I loved doing it. I had created like eyeshadows and, and blushes and they were all like every product was dedicated to somebody. Um, it was either a memorial or in honor of somebody. And so I, like I had, uh, a, an eyeshadow named Cape Cod. And it was after my one friend who was battling an illness, but Cape Cod was her go-to place. Like everybody knew if you're going to ask her where she went on vacation, it was always about Cape Cod. That was just her. And I had a product named just after her. And I had so much fun creating the products and naming the products. Like to me, that was so much joy. And the business wasn't very successful from a financial standpoint, but from a joy standpoint, it was hugely successful, but I didn't know enough. I wasn't um, solid enough in who I was to label it a success because I felt like, oh, it wasn't about the money. And when I decided to change that business, it evolved into my first health coaching business. And I felt like, oh, okay, I'm evolving it because, you know, I could make more money as a health coach than I can as somebody who's selling skincare products. But I, in my mind, I was a failure because I gave up. And if I had stuck with that skincare, you know, where would it be now? How would I have grown it? I have to give myself grace and look back and go, no, that was actually the success of it. The success was having so much fun creating the product, but then knowing when it was time to leave because the fun had gone out of it. I had a huge product line. I had, you know, fun, um, names and business direction. And I was you know, doing different charities every month that I was dedicating um, some of the proceeds to, and I loved it. But when I stopped loving it and I evolved it out, that was a success. That was saying, Hey, I've done what I've done. I'm complete. You know, I finished what I wanted to do with the skincare line and I'm no longer interested in it. And I want to move on. And instead of labeling it as a failure, cause I gave up, it was more like, no, I've, I've completed what I need to do and it's time to move on. So I wanted to give you that perspective and share how you can reframe some of those things that maybe in your past you considered a failure because they really weren't. If you take the, that shift, if you shift your perspective that it wasn't about the money, it was about the joy. And when the joy was gone, it was time to evolve. It was time to move into something else that was joyful. And I love learning. I love building businesses. I love taking an idea and bringing it into fruition. But then I kind of don't really love the operational. I don't love when that building's done and all that creativity is gone, the juice is gone from it, then I know it's time for me to move on. And now I can see that. And I wish that I hadn't beat myself up so much in the past because that joy, you know, I would move on, but I wouldn't realize I was moving on. I turned it as giving up. And I hope that you have that same sense now that you can look back at the things you've tried and say, oh, I wasn't giving up. I realized I was complete. I had learned or I extracted all the joy I could out of that experience. And it was time for me to move on. 
And what a cool feeling. Now I can look back at my past and be like, hey, I knew what I was doing and I didn't even know I was doing it. I knew it was time for me to move on. I just didn't have the right terminology to describe it and to share my experience and to make it a success in my mind. And now I do. So that's so cool. And it's reframed all of my business for me. So I, you know, I'm building Notion databases now and I absolutely adore it. But if there comes a time when I'm not adoring it anymore, then it will be time for me to move on. And that won't be a failure. That will be it's served its purpose. It's given me that expression of joy. And if it stops, it's time to move on. And I hope that gives you some freedom too. I really hope that that resonates with you. And one of the things that I'm doing right now that I absolutely love and I'm having fun with is Notion um, released AI, uh, artificial intelligence. So you can kind of do some different things. You can type in some different prompts and out pops all these um, you know, like people are using it to write a blog article. And I said, you know, let's, let's get in there, have some fun. And let's let, let's see what Notion AI says about the definition of success as an entrepreneur. And it gave me three bullet points that came out and I was like, huh, this is kind of fun. Let's take what they say, you know, what they put out as these best practices and let's turn it on its head instead of being from money, from that fig, how many figs can I earn? And here's a successful entrepreneur makes this many figs. Let's instead say, how much fun can I have? So I took the three bullets that um, Notion gave me, and here's what I turned them into. So the first bullet they gave you was set realistic goals and focus on your progress. So I'm like, okay. So if that's their definition of, of an entrepreneur is that you have realistic goals and you're, pro you're progressing and you're focused on that progress. So here's my realistic goal for my business. How much fun can I realistically have in my business? right? Not about the money, not about the number of clients, not about the number of products, number of sales, number of social media posts. It's all about how much fun can I realistically have in my business? And for any kind of goal setting, right? You have to turn it into something quantifiable, right? That's a basic because you can't measure it if you don't have any kind of metric. So I said, all right, for every project that I do, it has to have a seven out of 10 rating or higher. So if I'm going to record this podcast, if I don't feel a seven or more about doing it, then I'm not going to do it. So that is my fun factor. So if something comes in and I have a project idea and I'm like, well, that's about a four or a five, I need to look at, well, how can I make it better? How can I, you know, amp that up? Or I'm just not doing that project. And I've actually baked that in now to my Notion database so that I have a place to check it. So as I'm working on it, as I'm considering each project, it has to have that fun factor. And if it doesn't, I have to see how I can make it higher. So that's one step. So that's how I have realistic goals. It's how, how much fun can I have? And then I said, well, what are my other fun goals? Like, what are the things that I consider fun? So one of them is to work from that third place, right? Starbucks made that famous, you know, having a third place, not your home, not your work, but that third place to work. And when I was working professionally and I had that day job, you know, the dreaded day job, I always felt like, oh, I want to be that person that gets to go to Starbucks on a Monday at 11 o'clock and work. Like to me, that was like the epitome of coolness. Like, wow, you know, you, you're, you've made it, you're successful when you get to go and not have to work that day job and get to work at, you know, Starbucks for the day. And so that's one of my goals is once a week, I want to be able to work from a third place. So that could be Panera. I, like I joined their sip club and I just drink seltzer. I don't drink all those funky drinks, but you know, that's one of my places, or I could go to Starbucks or we have a local cafe here called Professor Java, which is a very cool, very funky place. So it's like going someplace like that once a week and being able to do some work 
that's going to be a fun factor. So I've added that as something I'm going to check off on my Notion uh, database. Um, my second fun goal is to create one product or one piece of content every week that comes solely just from inspiration. Like it's not something I set out to plan to do. It's just this idea popped in my head and I want to pursue it. So once a week, having that inspirational, oof, I'm going to create this thing. And again, it's a tracker I've added to my Notion database where every week is like, did I create a product that was just from inspiration? And then the third thing is I want to connect with one customer every week in just a fun conversation. Like when I connect with my customers, it's so much, you know, enjoyable. It's just like having that conversation. Like, like I'm having this conversation with you right now. It's just like only I, I want the two-way, right? <laughs> I want to hear back from you. But having that once a week, just having that fun conversation with um my customers. And I'm not quite sure how I'm going to accomplish that yet. And that's something I'll have to figure out, but I've already made a note to add it to the newsletter just to say, hit reply and, you know, chat with me because that's what I want. I want to be able to connect with people and I want to connect with the people about topics that I find fun to talk about, which is notion and planning and how to get the most juice out of your life and how to design your life intentionally. These are things I would love to talk about. So those are my three fun goals. It's third place to work once a week creating a product or piece of content that is, just comes from inspiration and connecting with a customer once a week. So those are goals that are achievable. And for me, if I'm doing that, that is my definition of success. And those may change, certainly. Um, and again, each one of those things has to be a seven or higher rating on my fun scale, right? <laughs> so I think that that to me sets that bullet, right? So the bullet was to set realistic goals and focus on your progress. Well, those are my goals. And that's how I'll be focused on them is by tracking them and saying, hey, am I, am I doing this? And if I'm not connecting with customers, well, how can I reach out and connect with customers? Or if I'm not getting out to that third place, Place, why not? And the third place could even be a park. And I'm not saying I want to go to a coffee shop every time, but I just want to be out of the house. I want to be somewhere else and doing my job or doing what I consider my job, which is fun um, outside of the house. So that is one of the bullets that Notion AI came out with as a definition of success. Uh, the second bullet it came out with was celebrate your achievements and don't compare yourself to others. <laughs> I said, well, how can that be fun? Because to me, you, you would think celebrating is fun, but celebrating from a, a fig business, like from like a, oh, you know, I just achieved five figs, so I'm going to run out and do this. Like that to me is just like, you just need a shower after that statement, right? So I said, no, that's not what I'm going to do. So like today I went out and I bought fig bars because <laughs> I knew I wanted to record this episode about a no fig business. And so we were in Target and I bought some gluten-free organic fig bars. <laughs> and that just makes me laugh. It makes me smile. And I look forward to uh, trying them out because I haven't had them yet. Um, but that's a celebration, right? It's like, okay, you know, you're going to do something, you know, it's going to be fun for you. It's, it's definitely got that seven or higher rating for me. And now I can celebrate it by every time I have one of those fig bars, I'm going to be thinking about recording this episode and how much fun it was to record the episode and how goofy it felt to walk through Target and pick those bars just for that reason. So there's a celebrate uh, success. Um, another thing that I would say is each one of my goals, it would be just celebratory in and of itself. Like working from that coffee shop is just going to be fun. Like that's the whole reason I'm doing. So I don't even need a separate celebration actually doing that is the celebration. It's fun. It's saying, hey, I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't have to go to my day job anymore and I get to go to the coffee shop. Now, you may not be in that spot, but I'm sure there's something you can come up with that makes you feel like, hey, this is success for me because I'm doing it by my rules. I'm doing it on my time and I'm the only one creating the demands on me. So anything you do in those lines is going to be a bit of success for you. And then the third thing, and this is a 
I just think this is silly. But again, going back to celebrating your achievements is I belong to a, a coaching group called Wandering Aintfully, which I highly recommend. Um, Caroline and Jason's book. It's just a lot of fun. And they came up with this really silly um, kind of measurement system, if you want to call it an accountability system. And Wandering Aimfully is abbreviated WAIM, W-A-I-M. And they came up with their WAIM of Stones. <laughs> Instead of Game of Thrones, it's WAIM of Stones. And they give you these silly um, virtual gemstones. You know, if you check in um, each week for four weeks, you you earn your, your stone for the, the month. Um, and it's just so fun. And so this month was the Infinity Stone. And so they have silly names. And, you know, it, it's, it's the whole point of it is just to be silly. And I did the first month and I've got my little stone and I'm like, this is just fun. It's just quirky. It's, it's not about anything else, but I can celebrate because at the end of the month, I've got my little stone that they send me, which is just a, you know, a JPEG and a, a little Canva template that you can put it on. And I just thought that's, that's how silly celebration can be, right? It doesn't have to be anything so elaborate. It can be a fake JPEG that you put in a Canva document and go, woohoo, and I have spots to put, you know, has it nine more stones I think they have. Um, and so for me, each one of my accountability check-ins is going to be about, you know, did I work from a third place? Did I create a piece of co product or content just from inspiration? And did I connect with a customer? And if I do those three things, that's my accountability for the week. And that's my success for the week. And after the month, I will earn my own little wame of stone, <laughs> stone, little, you know, graphic to throw on my, um, my Canva document. That is just so silly and it's so fun for me at the same time. So I'm telling you all these stories to hopefully get you thinking about your own business and how you can make things silly and how you can really enjoy and celebrate your achievements in a way that feels good to you and doesn't feel forced, right? I So many times people would say, you know, celebrate your wins. And I'd be like, oh yeah, okay. I'll journal about how happy I am because I you know, wrote a blog post and that's what it felt like. It was like this phony thing. I'm like, oh, but I, you, I hope you can hear my voice that I'm just laughing. I think these things are funny now that, you know, that's is my celebration is like, oh, after the month, I can earn my next, you know, wham of stones <laughs> graphic and woohoo. So find that way for you. If you're giggling, if you're, you know, smiling, then you found the right celebration for you. And if it feels heavy, that is the wrong celebration for you. And so, you know, get, take that, you know, and bring it into your heart and find fun. So now going back to this notion AI, you know, definition of success. The last uh, tidbit it gave me was you know, seek feedback from mentors and learn from your mistakes. And I have always, always felt, especially when I was in the corporate world, that mistakes were my best teachers. If I made a mistake and I, you know, I owned up to it. I always knew when I was making a mistake, but it's like, I learned so much from making that mistake that I would never make it again. Like I had notes, I had, you know, feedback, like next time you do this thing, here are the five things that, you know, you need to learn and make sure that they don't happen again. And I always would get, you know, after our big convention, I would you know, interview all the different departments that were involved and find out, you know, what worked and what didn't work and make sure that I baked that into our next planning cycle so that I was, you know, correcting for those mistakes and making things better. So I've always, always felt that mistakes are the best learner. And I actually have a sign in my kitchen that says, um, I've made plenty of, I've learned so much from the mistakes I've made in my life. I plan on making a bunch more. And that's always been my you know, motto. And so I think, you know, so notion AI is telling me to learn from my mistakes, 
that's just baked into who I am. I always have done that. So that's kind of like, okay, I could check that box. You know, I already have a system that when I screw up, and in my mind, I like the word screw up because it's just like, you know, I learned something. It's silly. It's light. It's fun. These aren't life and death experiments for me. When I do something that doesn't work out, like you make something <laughs> like cookbook recipes just never seem to work, right? There's one mistake after another. There's screw ups, but they're fun. They're light and I can learn from them. Like don't ever make that recipe again. So I can always feel like I learned from my mistakes. That to me is something simple. And then I said feedback. You know, how can I get the feedback that I want in a fun and light way? So I, I don't quite have the answer to that yet. I think I'm going to add a section to my emails, my newsletter, seeking feedback and asking customers, you know, what's working, what's not working for you. Um, so I can, I can learn. And then I thought, you know, well, why don't I even take that learning a little bit further? So it says seek feedback from mentors, but maybe it's just learning a bit more all the time. So one of the things I'm baking into my weekly notion um, check-ins is in the business on Friday. I have what I call admin Fridays. And so I'm adding a little section that goes, you know, go to the notion LinkedIn page and learn something new or read some feedback from other people and learn what other people are struggling with. So it's not so much feedback as learning for me. So I put that right into my weekly checkboxes for Friday admin to go to the notion um, LinkedIn page and learn something. So with all of these, what I want you to be kind of take away from is number one, have fun define success according to your terms. And when you're making your goals for your business and how, what success means to you, make sure you bake that into your processes, to your planning. So I've got these things now baked into my daily dashboard. I've got it into my weekly tasks so that I don't forget this stuff, right? It's one thing to kind of do lip service and listen to this podcast and go, oh yeah, yeah, that, that, that resonates. That's, you know, hits home. But if you don't do anything with it, if you don't build it into your day to day, then it's just kind of this ephemeral thing out there and it's not really going to hit home for you. So I want you to take what you can from this, whatever hits home, but build it into your weekly planning process. If you do weekly reviews, monthly reviews, you can just say, hey, was my business fun this week or this month? Did I hit some goals that were fun goals, things I really wanted to achieve? Did I interact with people in a way that was you know, exciting and liberating and you know, not so much the society's things of, did I earn enough money? Did I make enough sales? Did enough people see my social media posts? Blah, right? Yuck. I hope you throw all that stuff out the window because it's just not what I'm about. And I, I bet if you're listening to this and you're still listening to this at this point, that that's not what you're about. So change those figs, those things that you're tracking and make them how much fun, how much joy, how much love is going into your business. And from that point, then you can determine your success. Is your business successful because you had a great week? Because you loved what you created, but you were like so excited what you created. You're like, man, I wish the whole world could see this thing because it's so cool. It's so much fun. It's so helpful. Those are the things that whether somebody buys it or not, you know, you've put something out to the universe that is helpful, that from your soul, you're excited about, you're in love with. That is the success. That is my definition of success. So I don't care so much what Notion AI says. And, you know, it was fun to use that and kind of look at what they're doing or what the the collective of the uh internet universe said in 2021, because that's where all the AI is coming from is 2021. Like what are those definitions and how do I turn it on my head, on its head to make it more my own? So I'm having fun in my business. I've set fun goals. I've set celebratory ways that are, again, just fun, silly, 
goofy. And I've got a little bit of a system to kind of interact with people, get that feedback and to keep learning. But again, it's all light. It's all joyful. And that to me is how you build a no fig business, right? I'm in it for the fun. I'm in it for the joy. And don't try to make it anything different for me, right? I don't, I don't want your figs. <laughs> so I hope next time you sit down and eat a fig Newton cookie or a fig bar or something like that, you think of this episode and you give yourself a good chuckle. So that's it for this episode. If you're listening, um, I would love, you know, one of my goals, right, is to interact with my uh, clients and my customers. And so if you're listening to this and you want to give some feedback or you want to jump over to my website or send me an email, I would love to hear from you because the more I hear from you, the more I can check off a success box in my business that says I interacted with one of my customers because that's fun for me. So I hope that you will take the time to do that. Um, I'm easy enough to reach. I'm not going to throw it out here in social media land because I don't do social media. So you can find my website, lifeeditanddesign.com, and you can interact with me there. You, if you're in my Etsy shop, you can interact with me over there. I don't care how you interact with me, but I'd love to hear from you. And I hope you have an awesome day. So that's it for today. We will talk to you soon. Take care.